Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the guys at exoticlimo.com.au and our friends at hungover.net.au. Feel your worst while looking your best. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo! That's right, Corey. The Bombs Express is back, and uh, we will review the round two of uh, Supercoach this week as we run into the first week of league games. But before we get stuck into that, Corey, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Find us on Twitter, at SC Elites. Find us on podcast... Oh, on podcast, God. On iTunes, Facebook, uh, and... What's the other one? Yeah, iTunes, Facebook, and SoundCloud, at Supercoach Elites. When you say it in a different order, bombs, it doesn't roll off the tongue as good. Um, anyway, how'd you go this week? It's going to be a big pod. Before we get into it, what, what, what kind of score are we looking at? Well, you know, I actually thought I scored semi-decently this week, Corey, but um, apparently it wasn't all that good, but I scored 22.84, but I know a lot of teams scored over 2,300, so uh, yeah, they put me in the top 5% and uh, season ranking now of uh, just over 21k. Uh, myself included, dropped a 23.47, which was a lot better than that sub-2,000 score in week one, just sub-2,000. Lockie Neal is captain last week, so that was pretty handy. Uh, who'd you captain? I ended up um, BC Crips and just held on that. Oh, yeah, nice. What, what did he score? 116? Something like that, yeah. That's pretty safe. Well, it was, um, and you know where I stuffed up? Why? Uh, well, when I was having a look at Dangers, and uh, the Carlton game actually overlapped with the Geelong game. <laughs> and um, Crips was on about 90 at three-quarter time, and I was like, oh, Danger should probably have around 120-ish. So yeah. I was going to... I was going to go take him as captain, but I didn't realise that the games would overlap. I thought there's usually about 10 minutes in between those two games. Yeah. But given this week's circumstances, the Carlton game started at 5 instead of 4.30, which meant they just overlapped, which means by the time I saw Cripps' final score, the Geelong game had started and I couldn't captain danger. I think you can be forgiven, seeing the fact that you've been moving houses and been pretty busy. So. Hey, it's, and it's only round two, mate. So if that, that cost me a league game, I'll be a lot more filthy than I, than I am now. Because right now, I've got to get two shits about that. That's it. Season starts. League games this week. I was going through before. So we play each other in a league this week, actually. Do we? Yeah, well, we've, we've got about 10 leagues running. We're probably in you know, a fair few of them together as well. So, uh, yeah, no surprises there. So we'll see how we go. The old classic when you get each other in three three leagues in one week. and Yeah. But, I'll tell you um, what, though, the, the league I'd be looking forward to playing you in would be Divi 1, but sadly you're not in that league, you're still down in Divi 2, so... Uh, oh, yeah. ouch, 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 this is you, this is you. <laughs> Rank-wise, where you sit? Uh, I, I just said over 21k. A oh, sorry. Before, but yeah, no, Apologies, I don't really listen when you talk, so... Um, and that, my, I went up 60,000 places, I actually thought it was more than that, but uh, to 13,000 at the moment, too, so... Hopefully climbing again next week. I love it when it says league wins one because it includes your AFL. Oh, no, that's AFL Classic. No, that's a draft win. I don't know. That's a draft one, Okay, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, super coaches all over the joint. <laughs> this year, but I'm not liking it either. Story for another day. Um, with our podcast leagues, Bombs, do you want to give a little bit of information on that? So with our podcast leagues, if you head over to the uh, website at www.supercoachleagues.com, uh, hit the button that says forums, scroll down to where it says SC Elite Leagues, and what we have there is um, all of the leagues with, you know, either us or, you know, the rest of our uh, sort of admin team and, and all the rest of the guys that do a lot of work for us. 
Um, if you're in any of those leagues, there's a bit of a write-up going on each week for each of those leagues. So if you have any interest in uh, having a look at what's going on and what some of the boys think, then uh, just shoot over to, um, I guess, that page that I kind of just described for you and have a read of that. Definitely get in there too because the banter's been... The, the banter's going to be flowing early and anyone that's mm. playing Bomb for this week, come on, get your trash talk in, please. Yeah, well, I might even have to start paying attention to that because I'm not even like stripping in yet. You know I'm not afraid to come in and defend myself. Yeah, always good. Should be a laugh. Yeah, well, I mean, people will cop it too. Don't worry about that. I mean, <laughs> if they're going to give it to me, then they're probably going to get called every name underneath the sun, I would have thought. Oh, God, God, God. Nothing um, is off limits when the Bomb Express is involved, that's for sure. Let's let's have a bit of a chat about the rookies. I think that's probably the best place to start. We'll mix it up a little bit. We've got Who Am I coming back, so that should be a fun little talk, uh, rookies. And then we'll go to the questions. I, I've seen there's, I think there's about 30 questions sitting there at the moment, so we're not kind of doubling up on, uh, you know, player chat and everything, because I reckon a lot of the questions are going to be around. Um, Crazy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Now, Bombs, where the hell... Is the formation we used to the formation the like sort we used to be able to sort by like negative break even is that gone or am I losing the plot? Um, could you sort by negative break even when you click the trade button? Yeah, of course you did. I probably didn't even know because I knew exactly who I was clicking anyways. But just having a look now, um, I'm pretty sure. Um, no, That's you right. can't do no, it. You can go projected price increase, but I remember it used to have break even. I had what their price was roughly going to go up by. Um, oh. I'm sure you know the thing is, I don't think I've bought in gold membership yet. That might be a factor. Oh, I have, though. Okay. Oh, there yeah. you go. It's, it's on the side now. You click. For anyone that's wondering, Filters. there's a little drop-down box in the top right-hand corner. Um, it's gold. So, obviously, Supercoach gold. Click on that. It's got protections, cash cows, break-even, consistency, teams, venue, coach, coach choices. Well, there you go. Projected price range. Here we are. This is perfect. Glad we found that because it makes it interesting. All right, let's talk rookies. I think it's the main topic of conversation. First one I want to talk about is William Drew. Ollie Wines projected to come back potentially this week, maybe next week. Is that going to affect William Drew's output? Um, and if you don't have William Drew, is he the like the number one must-have player right now? Uh, given his forward line status, um, I'm going to say yes to that. Oh, look, I think he's, uh, he's been very handy, and there's something about... Uh, I don't know. We spoke about him in the preseason as well, and kind of his body shape and all the rest of it. So, look, he's pumped out a what was a hundred and three and a ninety in his in his first two games. And um, yeah, I think if you don't have it, obviously that was a mistake because um, we obviously suggested all preseason that he needed to be selected and on field too. So um, yeah, you, you need to go fix that up. Uh, if Ollie Wines comes in and affects him, then you know so be it. You cop that on the chin. But what's his break even at the moment, Corey? You cop it for what goal? One twenty one. Negative 121. So even if the Ollie Wines does come in and scores a 60 this week, he's probably going to go up, you know, 80 odd k. Probably well, even more than that. Projected so. price range this week is plus 98,000. Yeah, um, that's so worth it. Even if Ollie Wines comes back, because yeah. he still have those 90 sitting in his system for at least one more game after that. So he's good for 150k over the next two weeks. So uh, you certainly one trade to bring in a guy who's going to earn you 150k. I think it's worth it. And it would definitely be, you know, if you had a Petrochalius, or you know, when a Petrochalli or a Bolter, you know, one of them, even if Bolter was named, like that's uh, trade. To wouldn't trade. be trading a Petrochalli. It wouldn't be sideways in that, that's for sure. Uh, 
a bolter I'd consider if he wasn't named this week, but I've got a feeling that he will be given what's going on Even with uh, that draw. I, oh, I can 100% guarantee I wouldn't be missing out on William Drew's cash generation. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that you're probably not running a forward line that deep that you can't afford to be putting you know someone else uh, in at the moment. Yeah, I tend to agree, but I'm just saying, just in case, just in case there's that one person listening right now. Yeah, well, I tend to, I tend to think our listeners, and I, and I don't often pump up our listeners, Corey, but sometimes they've got some sort of semi-intelligence about them. Uh, Maddie, stick the middle finger up right in my face, Parker. Uh, didn't I get this one very, very wrong? You yeah. probably didn't listen to me all pre-season when I told you it was a sure thing for games. That they I knew loved he was going to play, that wasn't the problem. You had to pick him. I just thought you had to pick him, and you went bolter over him, I think, didn't you? There was, there was and, a, um, no, there's a good reason to that. Well, you know what? You could almost justify anything, though. There's a good reason to anything or any kind of decision we make. But hindsight will always give us uh, the correct decision. That's the beauty about Mr. Hindsight. Is, uh, he often comes out a little bit too late for us. But, look, Parker's right up there with Drew. The most impressive thing about him is he does it from stuff all possessions. And um, but so his pressure acts and... Sort of just, you know, ability to get involved in chains and hit scoreboards, what does it all for him. And, you know, he comes up pretty big in, in sort of big moments as well. So good on him. And I think he's probably the second most important uh, sub 130k uh, forward line player we can have in our team. Yeah, I think the, the common one will probably be Noah Bolt at a Parker. The, thing, the one I'll be doing this week is a guarantee. Well, sorry, I don't guarantee. I'm pretty sure a Bolt will be named is probably getting Marty Hall. To Parker because I didn't start with Parker as well. I can't really see Hall getting back in now, um, unless injuries and things. Well, Stephen May, Stephen May is out this week, so he might be a chance for one. Yeah, confirmed out this week, Stephen May. Yeah, It'd unless be- that was unless that was some April Fool shitty joke. Um, then I've got that one completely wrong. Nah, because I think we posted something before too. There's no way that. Well, I hope not. Hope none of the admins are going with some ad- April Fools. No, no, here we go. I just looked up the AFL website. Uh, yeah, Stephen May definitely out this week. Um, and it says here with, with his groin injury, it could be more than one week as well, so that's interesting. I, I think Hall might be okay over the coming weeks. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting because I think I've got to get Parker in somehow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, what ends up happening there? Maybe the, no one seems to like that Heaney fella at the moment, so... <laughs> Uh, joke, joke, joke. Uh, in the midfield, Charlie Constable. Uh, yeah, Most must have. Yeah, in, t- in terms of in terms of price and average, he is the the clear number one choice. I think. Yep. Eighty four and eighty four and eighty five in his first two games. I mean, it doesn't get much more consistent than that. Thirty one and a goal over the weekend. I mean, and that eighty four was probably not uh, sort of. For his stats, that 84 was quite low. Would have been great if yeah, 31 and a goal. Would have been solid if we just knew that we were going to get such large output. I mean, Walsh has been all right. Um, well, 85 on the weekend was pretty good. 83. Yeah, sorry, 83. With 118, didn't he come from nowhere after burning everyone last year? Uh, Zachy Butters has been good. There's just a lot of those kind of midfield options. Right now, Bombsiv... Who would you say are probably the most vital three to have in there and take price into account? Um, yeah, so in, in, in this order, uh, Constable Walsh Butters. Yeah. Would you condone bringing Butters in as a bench spot if you didn't have him? Um, no, not, not if you've got to spend 40 k to have him on your bench. 
I don't think that's the right move. Um, he's sitting on my bench, but I mean, I don't have to waste the trade to get him onto my bench. I'm is break even uh, with a quick look, negative sixty three as well. So you're looking at that and you're thinking, hmm, um, how much can he rise? He can probably go almost one fifty k over the next month if you can maintain sort of seventy eighty plus scores. Um, but and, that, and that's what you've got to weigh up though. Does that then become uh, you know is that trade worth that sort of price value? Oh, I think he was good. I think he was good over the weekend. I think all the Port youngsters have been good um, over the first fortnight, and I'll continue to be good uh, kind of throughout the year. But I still think yeah, it goes Constable Walsh and then Butters. Are you and Cousins? Do you give them any credit or not? Um, I sent you. I sent you that thing today where Cousins was what the fourth ranked player on the ground after Dylan uh, Shields' injury. Almost a Dylan yeah. Shield then. Yeah. Um, Shields, maybe yeah. say Shields. Yeah, yeah. So look. Um, no, look, I can't justify it. I mean, if I wasn't looking at him pre-season, I'm not going to be looking at him now for 200k. We've got players at 400,000 and 300,000 already popping off left, right, and centre, and it's not like Walsh is doing horribly uh, on field to kind of justify sideways trade, and you you don't really want to put 80k on one of your other sort of midfielders there to uh, to get them up to one of those players. So for me, both of them will be in a void. You know how it's funny, Brett? How's LDU and Cousins? Yeah, well, Brett's an absolute tosser. We, we know oh, that. He somehow gets this shit right. right. <laughs> he somehow gets this shit right. I, I don't do know, know how. I know he benched LDU, though. And he does not own liver. Am I correct in saying that? He doesn't what? Does he not own liver? Uh, no. I think he's got no liver, no yeah, growth. Yeah, no, he doesn't. So he's, yeah. quite, he's got so he's got, a, so he's got a few things right, and he's, he's quite stupid in many other areas, is Brett. Oh, liver's game was so good. Mm. Um, I think we'll go down back now. Yeah, go down back. Look, I think, look, Bailey Scott gave people a bit of a reality check in round two as well. So for all well, those people that were nutting us, uh, not nutting us, but bombarding us with, should we bring in Scott a week early? Should we bring in a Scott? This is a reason why you don't do this sort of shit. And, uh, and I was pretty impressed with Gibbons as well. I think he had a significant change in his role, but 56 was probably under what I thought his output was on the day. And anyone who started Scott over Constable, it's a sucked in because we both said last week that Constable was the one you had to start. Yeah, the week before last, because last week would have been after N1, so, yeah. Yeah, no, no, we said it oh, last no, week field. this weekend, yeah. Oh, sorry, on field, yeah, no, no, yeah, we definitely went um, Constable. Yeah. Yep, so, um, yeah. Yeah, kind of backwards. Um, one of the best things I've seen today, I can't even remember who it was. I actually screenshotted it um, for tonight's pod. Um, I'll read out the tweet. I won't I won't name and shame because that's just not very nice. <laughs> uh, it was a tweet that said, Sam Collins scores 87 after I traded him out. Dot, 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 dot. That's just why you don't trade players out after round one. He also scored 86, not 87. Oh, so it was probably um, post game. Yeah. No, no, it's all good. So, look, um, yeah, hey, and I said I was, um, what I said on the potty last week, I said I'd give him a run on the field. And um, you know what? The 86, I was pretty happy with him. Did you have him on field? Yep. Good on you. I was scrimshaw, so it only gained me like seven points, but um, yeah. That's probably a couple hundred positions at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, but it is yeah. really well. But, man, didn't it looked so much better. It was... Yeah, you look good. I can't believe they won, actually. And I'm surprised you haven't brought that up yet. We're two weeks in, and my outlandish statement is... Well, I have to say, I told you how stupid you were and saying I thought it was absolutely ridiculous that you stated it. And I'll tell you what was even more ridiculous. 
Did you know that with Horan, we didn't even speak about this, we could have loopholed a rookie option last week. Yeah, I did it. We could have, we could, oh, did you loophole Dersma? Yeah. Oh, see, you know what? I've been, <laughs> I've been just that absolutely uh, not on this planet that I've even forgotten that we can loophole bloody bench options and rookies and that sort of crap. So uh, I'll let that one slide. And, um, oh, you yeah, got it right I, anyway, didn't you, in the end? Well, the thing is, if I saw Dersma score, I probably would have taken Dersma over yeah, exactly. Collins. And, um, Which is what I did. Yeah, 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 okay, so maybe I did get it right. Yeah, you've done the smart Maybe I knew what I was doing, yeah. Exactly. Never do it yourself, Bomb, never do it yourself. Um, is, is there any defenders that you'd kind of be breaking, not baking, oh my God, I can't even talk, Bacon. breaking the mm-hmm. bank to get anyone that you'd kind of be really hard after, or is it just a real oh. solid... I just think if you don't have Dersma, Clark, and Scrimshaw, you have to pay up for the defender rookies, and I'm more than happy to do so. But those three are absolute necessities. Um, and I think Colin showed why a lot of us probably were running him at D4 or 5 um, sort of to start the year as well. But look, in, in that order, I think it's Dersma, Clark, and Scrimshaw all need to be uh, sort of selected. This comes down to that my Matty Parker thing that if he... You know, I don't really want... I kind of want Hall to be in because I don't really want to be going Hall to Parker um, mm. because it means I've got to swing Darcy Moore down back and I just love the defensive rookies at the moment. Even though Parker's what dropped 89-89. Yeah. Like, just off the games and the and the impact and how close the games have been, that's a little bit inflated. Um, so, yeah. Who do Saints play this week? They've got another good game this week, don't they? Um, I wouldn't know. But I can tell you they got Frio. So um at <laughs> office yeah, on a sun late, late Sunday. So yeah, what three twenty five, I think that's overs. It probably is overs, but I, I wouldn't be expecting them to win. Yeah. Probably neither, but I still think it's overs. Um yeah, so they're I mean, they're the clear cut three. Collins you're really happy with holding. I yep. can't see how you can be moving players after one game. That's just the biggest lesson learned. I mean, if Collins comes out and goes 90-90, you just look like a dickhead now. Yep. All right. That's basically it for the Bubble Boys. think so. You There's expect no one else. Zach Clark to get a game anytime soon? Without well, that's, that's interesting because their forward line's absolutely messed up the Bombers, isn't it? Um, I don't know how the hell McKernan continues to get a game. Obviously, Danaher's injured... Uh, Maybe, just maybe, they'll bring him in and sort of see what they can do with sort of bell chambers up front, just to give them some sort of structure. Um, they're just, yeah, they're in a sort of bad place right now, Essendon. So it wouldn't surprise me to see Zach Clark get a game, but um, I'm, yeah, I'm not doing anything to bring him in. Oh, no, well, you'd have to have the sample size first. Like, you'd yeah. probably have to have an average of 80 to even remotely look at waste and trade for that. And, and for him, and yeah, I know for someone like Jordan Sweet, who I've got, for me to go spend 40k and a trade to go up to Clark, he's probably going to need to average 90 plus in the first couple of games if he gets a gig. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. They're shit, though. This is disgusting. Do you have <laughs> in your top eight before this thing started? I reckon you might not have because you just like love hateness no and, and you know what I actually formally didn't make the top 8 but if I did I can guarantee they were either would have been sitting 7th or 8th yeah yeah that's what they were for me too yeah which is unusual I always tweet out a, um, a top 8 actually sort of at the start of the year and I usually pin it to my uh, my Twitter handle and, and that sort of thing just so oh, I can yeah. 
nah, it's too bad. You know, people will just have a big old look about it now. Oh, you've seen what they're like and all that sort of shit. I had Brisbane ninth too, just missing the eight. So I, I would have Brisbane bottom four, so I probably would have got that one wrong too. Yeah. Nah, no good. Tipped them last week, but not about me. Ready for who am I? So I think it might be time Go to go for it. I'll tell you what. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> We've done this, and I absolutely the number one segment on all podcasts uh, in the universe. This one, I love it. It's uh, we're going to go with a little bit of an easy one today, too, just to just to warm, get the juices going. That's it. Okay, yeah. it's not the Come Express, is it? <laughs> no, that would have been very, very good. Um, uh, I only scored uh, well last year eleven scores over a hundred. Um, played 20 or more games. I did not have over 30 disposals once in a game last year. Wow. Uh, round 19 was the last time in a home and away Supercoach uh, format style game that I had over 20 disposals. So yeah. including finals and JLT. Yeah. Let's see if you can get off that. Who am I? Um, I've got a feeling it's going to be related to someone who there's going to be a lot of questions about. So I'm going to say Isaac Heaney. Correct, it is Isaac Heaney. Yeah, Next clue is, was. um, I've got beautiful flowing locks, which just would have gone straight yeah. away. So, um, which and I genuinely don't know, just in case people think, you know, oh, you probably just set this up. I, I, Corey, can you tell, I genuinely don't know. No, these no, no, if yet. I was, if it was going to be set up, I'd be making you guess wrong first every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it is Isaac Heaney, and it was a pretty easy one because I think it's the real topic of conversation right now. Um, I seen something today that he'd already, yeah, he dropped from forty nine percent of teams down to forty four, and that's quite a large trade off when you think about it. I mean, he's still sitting in what a hundred ninety one thousand teams. Mm, like that's what ten k teams trading. Yeah, he had patches like this last year too. Which is why, I mean, he's going to get a lot of question time, but he was one that I just wanted to talk about a little bit separately. He had a lot of, like, not a lot, but he had, he had form patches like this too, where he had some pretty subpar games. Um, he had that, that purple patch during the mid part of the year where he, he tunned up, I think, four games in a row. I think he started with, um, like, four or five tons as well. So he is a real form kind of player. Horse Longmire last week said that he was dealing with a bit of an ankle injury from the week before, so they didn't want to risk him with inflated midfield minutes. Surely Sydney get to a stage this year where it's just like, either the season's done, the season's on the line. Let's put Heaney and Mills in the middle and watch them go for it. Let's see what we've actually got in these two as full-time midfielders. What are you thinking? Where's your headspace at as Heaney is a forward and Heaney is a super coach player? Um, no, I'm, I'm one of those large number of people who are probably flirted with trading him out, but I, I just keep up to reminding myself that trades are limited and um, in any other environment or, or sort of fantasy football game where trades weren't limited, he'd be out in a heartbeat. But the reality is that we've only got 30 for the season and I'm not going to pull the trigger on one of them now. He's, he's averaged 97.5 in, in back-to-back years or something along those lines and Look, if his poor scores are out of the way and he can get up to that 97, then we're in for some good times ahead. He obviously is capable of um, those low scores. His low score last year was an 18, but that was an injury-affected game. But he's had multiple games last year. He's only scored in the 70s as well. So there were three of those um, games last year where he scored in the 70s and the elimination final, he scored 68. So 
Um, he is capable of this, but but this is kind of the, the half-forward role. Um, why he's not been unleashed into the midfield is unknown to us. Um, they, they obviously still got some pretty handy players running through there. But, um, yeah, look, it's only a matter of time, and I think you just kind of ride this one until... Um, well, you just ride it right into the sunset, don't you? Because I think it, it'll turn eventually. I I love the look of Tim Kelly at the moment. I love the look of Travis Boak at the moment. And they're probably the two trades that he's really going to right now. I could I could honestly see, and, and it's, it's tough with the way they're playing, but they could have two games where they score like this. It's the nature of the role. I mean... If Ollie Wines comes forward, Boat could go spend more... Sorry, if Ollie Wines comes back in, Boat could go spend more time forward. Um, Scott could change up his game plan one week and use Cali off a half-forward flank or a half-back flank or uh, or something like that. Uh, right now, I think Tim Kelly. If, if I was moving to anyone, it would probably be Tim Kelly. Um, I totally agree with that. Yeah, he is just in red-hot form and looks absolutely electric. But are we just getting too... Are people just being too reactionary? Oh, yes. Because I, I think I think in previous years, we've become so accustomed to using two trades in this round to fix something up. Like whether... And it's normally rookies. I, correct me if I'm wrong. That's... You know, I remember last year, it was people were trying to scrounge together some money to get Bonner. Um, yep. And now I feel like that we've finally got the perfect almost set of rookies there after two games, people are looking for any excuse possible to use their trades. Yeah, look, I've, I've felt like I've nailed all rookies, um, to be honest. I, I don't think there would have been one thing that I would have done different sitting where I'm sitting now. Um, and I'm not going to pull the trigger on Isaac Heaney. Yeah, I just... I, I get it. There's been some things. They've got an eight-day break. They've got Carlton. This could be the perfect 120 game. You look back on your super coach season at the end of the year and, you know, this was exactly what he needed to turn it around. Eight days rest with a sore ankle and that 120. Yeah, look, like I said, I think you're just riding out. Yeah, I do too. I just, I don't understand the whole... Especially if you're playing for league. If you're playing for overall, do you think that changes? Um... Now, that's a tough one because if you're playing for overall, like those two scores, they probably didn't jump. But I still don't make that move. I think the difference between him and Kelly over, say, the next month, I don't think is going to be worth the mistrade. Neither do I. Or, or the trade you potentially get at the back end. Is, you know, is great, get a great sample size of data from Kelly and that's your first upgrade. Mm. Yeah, I just I don't get the whole Heaney thing. All right. We'll go into questions because I know everyone else that we could talk about is going to be in here, yep. including Heaney. Um, almost read out my banner question again too. <laughs> um, Matt, great work, gents. Keep it up. Is Dusty dusted? Flopped this week and tackled by smallest man in the league last week, Fisher. Don't argue being destroyed. Will Heaney be hopeless over here? No, you could. I'm glad you brought up Dusty because he can piss off. I hate him. I fed Dinkum hating. He and how much did I hate him all preseason? The yeah. listeners will recall me telling them not to flip and pick him, and I couldn't even listen to my own. I, I want to swear, so I'm holding back here. Corey. you can probably tell the agitated I'm getting. I couldn't even listen to my own advice. We had a sesh last night, a super coach sesh, and we were just pissing ourselves off, Brit, like just quoting you. 
I can't believe I've started this piece of shit. Seriously, he's come out and look. Round one, I was over the moon because he played absolute like dog shit, and he still pumped out like a one hundred and nine or whatever it was. And he's come out with his putrid sixty six, and in, in, and he still had what like thirty touches in the game, did he? I don't know, but he probably did because he's a junk time piece of shit. That's On what the he weekend, did. nah, nah, he didn't even get what 30, thirty. Nah, twenty five, if that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give you a bit of a counter-argument for him. And you know me, I, I didn't condone the pick from the start, but I'm going to try and give some positivity to Dusty Owners if, if he can take anything. Greenwood shat all over him. Greenwood killed him. Dusty, and I think the, the game plan, Dusty started forward. I think the whole game plan was, we know Greenwood's going to try and go to Dusty. Let's bring him forward and exploit him. Didn't happen. The Collingwood backline played way too good. Dusty couldn't really get involved. He was up in the midfield, and it was a very, very heavy tag. He's arguably, I think, one of the best taggers in the league at negating their opponent. Him and Hewitt, I really, I really rate Hewitt's game as well. Um, I think if you're going to take any data or sample size, it'll be out of the first game when they played Carlton. He, he wasn't great. You weren't wrong. He, he didn't kill that game, but he scored well. And, and I think that there are going to be some... Dusty's a superstar. We're going to see some good form from Dusty. It's going to happen. He's, he's just a freak. I wouldn't be trading if I owned him. I'd write yes, him out. Get rid of him. I had enough of him, honestly. <laughs> you are, no, you are seriously, seriously looking at trading him, are you? Well, I'm looking at one trade. And, and I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'm looking at. Because, you know, me, I'm honest with the community. I'm looking at going Dusty to Rockcliffe. And, and the reason I'm looking at that is because, well, I just love Tom Rockcliffe, for one. But I'm, the second I'm, is... I would love you to have Tom Rockcliffe. It leaves I would me... love to ride that emotional Tom Rockley. Oh, I'll tell you what. You, you, I'll tell you what. And you've probably never seen bombs on a high before. You thought I was big with Lloyd last year. I'll tell you what. Rockley pops off. You would have seen something different this year. I was talking about it yesterday because if if Rockley pops up, you're going to be so happy. And if he kills you again or gets injured or something, you're going to be as flat as a tack. And, and I'll tell you what, I can't wait for his retirement party if he killed me again, that's for sure. Because <laughs> you'll never be able to tempt me again. But... This Tom, if I brought Tom Rockliffe in, it, it pockets me 150k. Now the way I look at this is, if I think about my trades and I think about going one down, one up, one down, one up, by putting 150 in my bank by getting Tom Rockliffe, I can essentially do an upgrade probably quicker than some other teams might be able to do. And I think the output, well, the output right now from Rockliffe is far better than Martin, that's for sure. But I think over the course of the year, Rockliffe. Look, Martin's probably not better than 105. I don't know why I picked him. I don't even think he's better than 105. Why would I pick him if I didn't think he's better than 105? I'm stupid. Honestly, I made one of the stupidest uh, mistakes I could have made, I think, in uh, in my preseason. Um, and I think it was just because I couldn't afford anyone else. But I think that 150K, that gives me the ability to upgrade someone else pretty quickly. And, uh, you know, that could be, you know, a Tim Kelly. It could be, uh, you know, a Laird or a Sicily or, you know, one of these other players, a Tom Stewart, whoever it might be. I'm genuinely considering going to Tom Rockliffe because it makes me 150K and I think I'm not losing any points. Do you think Tom Rockliffe can be top eight? I think he's got just as much chance as Dustin Martin. Then I don't mind the trade. The, the one That's thing that I worry about, Tom Rockliffe, are you burning two trades to get one primo? Like, that's, that's always my theory. Um, the reality is this. If Rockliffe doesn't work out, then I've stuffed up. We yeah. get that. Or if he gets injured. 
But if he remains injury free, I don't see how how this stops me up. He's he's just he looks like Brisbane Tom Rockliffe. He looks sublime. He's fit as a fiddle. He was he was eighty something at half time the other day. He dropped one sixteen, yeah. He only he only dropped to one sixteen. And I'll tell you what, if he went on with that eighty odd in the first half and ended up one forty, one fifty, I can guarantee I wouldn't be hesitant about this. Yeah. What about Dommer? See, I think Dommer's not a top eight, and he's not a chance to be a top eight. It's getting Hence. interesting with Gaff coming back this week. Yeah, and 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 that's why I'm gonna. That's why I'm, I'm not tempted by that one. And I've got Brad Crouch and I've got Libba, so they're not sort of options. Um, so if I if I'm doing anyone, it's Rockliffe. I am half contemplating going to Bont as well. I mean, I don't mind the Bont. I think the Bont is probably going to produce. Some better consistency, and then Dusty, and probably out average him too. He's only a thousand bucks more, so I can cover that. I, think I prefer Rockliffe. Um, but yeah, Rockliffe's just that. It's got that one fifty k in it, and that's the difference. And I've got to weigh up: is that one fifty k worth um, the potential of missed games? Because I've been big this preseason on picking players who are going to play twenty two games, and that's one of the reasons why I picked Dusty because he's not going to miss games. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I picked you know all the other players because. Just don't feel like they're missing games. Mm. However, this is uh, and and I tell you what, I'm no clearer now than I am going to be Thursday night, um, and I'm going to be no more clear on it than whenever Richmond play, which is Saturday. It's so funny. It's it's the Ollie Wines factor. It's what does he do when he comes back? It, if Wines was in this team, I'd be a lot more confident in doing oh, 100%, it. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. If he was dropping those squirrels with Wines in there, I'd be more confident. Yeah. Um, because there, there's like three players that Wines could look go kill, and that's <laughs> Drew, Boke, and Rockliffe. It'll hurt yeah. one of them right now. Who do you think is going to hurt the most? Drew. Yeah, so do I. I don't. I, and then Boke. I think Rockliffe's last. I, I think. So do I. I think Rockliffe. In, rock, in this kind of form is unmovable from the midfield. Yeah. He's good. All right, move on. Uh, Grant D291. Primo, mid, and rook fails and trade options. Or oh, hold, please. Thank you. Your podcasts are very helpful and much look forward to. I think a lot of these questions that he's talking about are going to be answered coming up. Um, Darling, this is just a 5AU. Darling to Whirlpool. Worth it? Uh, also, is Dersma a must-have bench of Hawp and Burgess at present time? Yeah, get rid of one of them for Dersma. That, that's a no-brainer. And I think the Darling, easy one is if, if Hawp isn't named, you you get him like straight across. Yeah, if he is, I'd be getting rid of Burgess. So, um, Warple's an interesting one because he's kind of averaging around that 100 first two games. Shields goes down. I think Warple becomes real relevant now. I yeah. think Warple was better than Darling. I don't know if it's worth a trade, though. What do you reckon? West Coast run is still very good, isn't it? I don't know what I don't know what they've got coming up. I've got a feeling it was good. Uh, let's find someone from West Coast. And, and he does bully. He does bully um, bad teams. Does Jack Dunn. He kicks bags on them. We know. And that. he plays pretty well when. Um, I mean, Kennedy only just came back last week. Like, I think he plays well with Kennedy in. He needs Kennedy in yeah. because he needs the second best defender. He, so and he got, can run up the ground and be the link-up chain. Their next, 
The next four is not um, oh, great. Okay. Collingwood, Frio, Port, okay, Gold yeah. Coast, Saints, yeah. Melbourne, Adelaide, Dogs, Sydney. It's that, run, it's that run. Gold Coast and St. Kilda could be pretty good. Yeah, but, I mean, that's two games. So, is those is those two games, is he realistically going to be scored 150 to league games or is he dropping 60s in some of those other games that will cost your league games? Is so, Warpedo a top six for that? Like, are you using two trades? I think Warpedo is just as likely to be top six than, uh, than uh, Darling is. Yeah, well, I mean, just as likely, because if it's just yeah. as likely, I'm probably just sticking with Darling. I think... He's just it as likely, but I think if Warple gets it right, he's going bigger. Yeah. And 101. He's got the midfield time too. He's, he's got the midfield time and Shields is out now. We already know Tom Mitchell is out. Um, you know, they brought Scully back in, but, you know, he's probably going to be out. No play in the yeah. Center. Yeah. yeah. So Warple, I think, maybe one we didn't encourage enough in the preseason because that seems to be uh, one that... that is going to be uh, done right, I think. I think it's a good selection. I liked the Warpedo in the preseason. Thank you very much. Yeah, but I don't think you liked him enough ever to either contemplate him in your team or, or anything like that. So, and that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, jump across to the next... So, answer that. you doing the trade? Are you going Darling to Warple? Um, if Darling to Warple... Let's say, for instance, you don't have the money to go for or Burgess up to Dersma. If Darlington Warple guarantees you the money in that Dersma trade, I'd 100% do it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. I and mean, I, I actually think the Warpedo was going to average more than Darling anyway. I didn't go near Darling. I didn't want to go near any like, real key forwards at all this year. So, mm-hmm. um, Scott Warwick did okay with a 2-2-3-8. Now both Merritt and Martin have an interesting start. Hold or cull and bolt it out for Parker, of course. Well... This is where it comes down to what's the trade worth to you. I mean, if Bolter comes back in and scores a 20 and you didn't make that trade, you're kicking yourself. I'm still um, going Bolter to Parker, even if Bolter's named. Yeah. And then you've got the... Um, didn't Merritt score 108? Yeah, something like that. But St Kilda's a team that he tends to bully and he only went 108. Oh, well, I think St Kilda's a team that Essendon generally used to bully and... That was shocking. Surely they can turn. They can turn some form around. Are they? Are they actually that bad? He looks lazy, Merritt, and you know I'm Merritt's biggest fan. Yeah. And um, but I think it was evident in the preseason when Merritt was five forty four k, and I wasn't really flirting with the idea of picking him. Like I picked Dustin Martin over him. I picked Matt Crouch over him. Or, I'll probably consider him, you know, one or two others over him as well. I think for me, and I'm his biggest fan, I think if he's slipping down kind of my radar, then that's cause for concern. Would you be getting rid of Merritt or Martin first? Martin, just because I hate Martin so much, honestly. I just hate him. Hate's a strong word. I probably shouldn't use that word, but I dislike the, yeah, dislike the, the option of Martin. I think, I still think I'd be holding both for a little bit. I, I don't think both of them you can – depends how talented the guys are in your league. I mean, if you're playing a bunch of spuds, you'll probably get away with it. But, I mean, if you're playing with the big boys up in Divi 1 like me, uh, you probably can't be running, running Martin and Merritt. But if you're playing down in Divi 2 down there with Corey, uh, you can probably get away with that and probably captain one of them too. Not hard there. Um, yeah. Tim Smith 
With the supposed Heaney injury being confirmed and not having the midfield role, would Heaney DeBoke be very viable if it's my only trade? Got Collins, Hoare and Bolter as well, but don't think I'll need to trade them if Bolter is named. I want a little bit more information around the Heaney injury. I want to know if this is something that's going to be season long because I think if this is something that's going to linger through the season, I think we've cut ties now. Yeah, the Kelly and bullshit crap that we dealt with last year. Well, from all reports, Kelly's going to be back this week. This is what I've heard. Yeah, but I'm talking about last year, if you know, sitting there holding these players, being told they're all right, and Toby yeah. Green's foot was meant to be okay. And... But I don't want him if he's playing injured. I, I just don't want that. I'll, I'll cut him now. I mean, it depends on the... If one if one week gets him right, I prefer him just to miss a week. Let me play Parker on field. I'm okay with that. I'll probably even win points by doing that. Um, just get him right. Please don't let this thing linger the entire year because it's going to ruin a lot of teams if we hold him. Yeah, yeah, and I'm seriously thinking about holding him. Yeah, I want more news. I mean, if, if some news came out and they said, look, this is something they're going to have to manage or it's pain management throughout the course of the year, I'm not going to hesitate in cutting him right now. Yeah. No, but I, I need that to be clear from the Swans, otherwise I'll hold. And... Did you listen to the press yet? No, I haven't. No. no. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to. It did, it just... I don't know. It didn't sound overly bad. But who knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael K. Hi, Elitist. Our league is firing in all cylinders. I think that's the limo league. I think Michael's in there. Um, go, good thing. Dunkley, do I trade out or persist with him? Love your work, boys. I think Dunkley you persist with because... Um, I know I've had a lot of Heaney and Martin kind of hate at the moment or dislike, but um, Dunkley is one that I started, but he's not one that I'm regretting. Like, yeah, I prefer Tim Kelly over him right now, but he's averaging 87, and I don't think he's cracked 20 possessions in either of those games. So he's kind of points per touch and points per game in terms of what he's actually doing on field. He's actually pretty good, and if he can elevate those numbers up, which I think we expect him to do, then... He uh, all of a sudden becomes a, a really good option. So he's not one I'm looking to move. He can hunt too. You're doing it. I'm, I'm still. I still think the only one right now, and this is off a, a, a sample size of two games, is Tim Kelly. Like I, I just don't know if we've got enough. Like all the forwards are doing the same thing except Dangerfield and Kelly. Yep, and and probably Dallas if you're Dallas. Yeah, and Dallas. But like, where do like I don't put them high and like. There's still that risk factor. I mean, I can guarantee it. Like, you can already hear my tune changing the last couple of weeks of Cali. I'm coming around. But I want another two or three weeks of this. I've just Cali, that pure midfield star. Yeah, he's going to give it to you. I think he's a good thing. Well, and I'm starting to think as well, but, like, it takes, you know, two games of these kind of scores and then everyone hates him. Mm-hmm. But right now, if, if you are absolutely trading a forward, I think you have to go to Cali. If you don't have danger. Yep. Oh, well. You don't have to be listening. Um, oh, this is an interesting name. Uh, <laughs> the Flonigro. And we've said that as politically correct as we could. Yeah. The Flonigro? Yeah. The Flo- yeah, I don't know how to say it. Anyway, uh, what do you do with rookies like Hor and Bolter? Are we holding them hope? Recalled or tracking to Wilkie Schultz Mize in an attempt to gain quick value from players. Well, we, we wait for team selection Thursday night, and I, and I don't know if we run live podcasts this week, but if we do, it might be something that we'll speak about then. But look, 
at the moment. I think if both are not selected, you probably trade one of them. Um, and the one I'd probably trade would be Bolter. And would ha- you would, I'd, I'd only be trading it to someone that was like a, a Parker or you know someone I didn't have like a Dersma or one of them. I don't think I'd be going to a Wilkie or a Myers. I don't. Th- I think sure. their job security is just as weak. Um, and yeah. you know the week that Bolter comes back in, you know probably this week, one of those others could go out. Yeah, I agree. Um, old Fall question is Constable Mass have any? So who do I get rid of him for? You got the thing open there. Is this the which one is this? Uh, uh, old Fall. Yep. Yeah, I'm not open yet. Um, I'll read the rest of the question. Not sure if I want to offload Hoare just yet, but if Bolter isn't named, I'll get rid of him. Unfortunately, I missed the rocky boat. Also, as a Sydney fan, I spoke to a recruiter at Swans this weekend. Apparently, Heaney's foot injury is far worse than they first thought. And they have been leading... And what they've been leading on. Can't bring myself to train him out, but I'm, it's sure tempting. Thanks, Bombs, for the Whitfield tip. How much are you paying oh. this guy? You cocky. Yeah. Well, fair, in, in fairness, I mean, it wasn't just me. You were big on Whitfield, but yeah, I was probably the only ones with the Gahones that said he'd be number one. He's averaged one fourteen or first two, so I'll give myself that one there as well. Uh, <laughs> look, um, yeah. So as a Sydney fan, he spoke to the recruiter on the weekend. Well, uh, who the hell knows, mate? I mean, the fair income. If you think the recruiter has got the absolute inside word on his injury, you're probably a bit delusional yourself, I reckon. Because uh, what the hell would the recruiter know about his ankle? I mean, wouldn't wouldn't it be the medicos, or wouldn't it be one of the coaches, or something like that? I mean, I don't know what the recruiters got his sort of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. And, and look, yeah. So look, unless it's come from Sydney directly, I mean, I'm not going to sort of buy into that. But um, yeah, no, just hold Heaney for now, and I don't really think there's a real question in there, to be honest. Um, oh, who does he get rid of for constable? I think um, Atkins goes. Yeah, I think it would have to be as well. Yeah. Um... Just on price, or you know, because it is a necessity. Yep, and I only say that because I think Gibbons is. Um, I like the changing role, and I think we're going to see some improved scores from him. I don't know. It'll definitely be a watch this space. Um, mm. If we could find out more about the Heaney news again, that'd be really good. Um, Nathan Ma has just sent his team in thoughts on how I can improve my team. Uh, I like uh, these ones. I must say, I do like the pitcher ones. Mm, um, well, how can he improve his team? Well, he obviously doesn't have liver, um, so that's obviously the first mistake. And he's probably got one hundred and nine thousand. I think he can go cousins to liver, to be honest. And I, I think that's a significant upgrade. And potentially, I mean, it's up to this bloke. I'd do cousins to liver and only make the one trade. That's it. Um, however, he may choose to go Walsh to liver, given that. Cousins is averaging a little bit more, and Shields has gone down with an injury. I see. So. I think Cousins is the, Cousins could play that yeah Shields role. I, I tell you what, I almost wouldn't trade. Don't, don't you think Liver's a necessity, but yeah, but that's why I, I think he's so yeah. So this guy hasn't. He's asking for how should his team be improved. Um, so that's what I'm saying to do. Yeah, it depends why you didn't start Liver though too. Like, if you're one of those people that just sits there and thinks, like, nah, he's going to go down, like, he's going to go down. But he's asking us for what we would do yeah. with that team. And we both love Libba and the selection of Libba. We're both starting. We both think he's going to do good things. So oh, man, I can't believe he held 109k and didn't start Libba. Yeah, I think that's the obvious thing I'd do to that team, but only the one trade. Only if you, and, and only if you really want to. Otherwise, you just hold because that's... 
not a bad look. I mean, he can do that, or he can find a way to get Darcy Moore in. Um, I wouldn't mind getting Burgess up to Darcy Moore. I don't know whether the maths works out. 109. On 123, what's that? He'd be about 7k short. Mm, and you don't really want to be using two trades. No, you don't. No, that's unfortunate. Because uh, that's seven. Actually, that's quite irritating, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I like his midfield though. He's got McCray and five. I love that. Yeah, not bad. If he, honestly, if this bloke had Dubai, he'd be close to. If he had, you know, Whitfield over Laird, and let's say more over Burgess. And, you know, Cousins over Libba. I'm not sure if that kind of works out mathematically. But um, that team would be pretty much on, as good as you can get at this stage of the year. Yeah, g'day boys. Benny Osman back again with a conundrum. Safe to say I've buggered up starting Mills and left a bit of cash over. A bit of cash left. And have a bit of cash left over, just in case this happened. Do I, A, hold Mills for a few more? B, trade to Hearn slash Crisp? C, also find another 40k? Could be potentially trade Collins down to get Lloyd. You've got 134 in the bank. I mean, why can't you afford... I know, Laird's too much, isn't he? Jesus Christ. Yeah, um, so, Hearn and Chris... I think I like Chris better. I really... I'm a big Jack Chris fan. I said it was it halfway through last year, and I think I ended up with him in my team. I think he's probably going to be the next next, uh, the next best thing to come out of defence. I was big on Doherty a few years back. I was big on Lloyd. Last year, I've been big on Whitfield this year. I reckon Crisp is next in line. And, um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy that Crisp pick. The and other option is just, sorry to catch up, just one okay. thing. We don't have the rest of the team, but if he doesn't have Darcy Moore, Mills down to Darcy Moore is all right. Yeah, don't mind that either, but I think I do prefer the primo. Um, the other one that I think is not getting enough credit is Tom Stewart. Um, now, I don't know if he's going to be able to afford him. He might... He's 463, so he might be able to just sneak him in. What's Hearn's what's price? Yeah, that? of course he can. He's, um, he's getting like, Mills, bro. Of course he can. He's got 134k in the bank. Okay, 134. Yeah, so he should be able to afford Stewart. Stewart's the other one that I actually don't mind. I, I really kind of like that pick. He was on 80-odd in the first half of the first game and then only managed, what did he score, 95 or something like that. And then he's gone 120. I, I think... Um, this is one where you look at sort of uniqueness and that sort of stuff. Owned in three percent of teams, it could be someone that can kind of pop off for reckon this year. Doing everything, he's like um. He reminds me a lot of Jeremy Howe. He just doesn't take streamers. He yeah, he he's so good, but this yeah, guy, I oh, really around the ground, intercept marks. Mm, yeah. Big fan of Tom Stewart. Big big fan. A lot of teams could just be end up full Geelong. You like Dalhouse, you like Stewart. Yeah, Tim Kelly, Danger. God. So, did we have an answer for him? Do you, I prefer Crisp. I'd, I'd like him to... I'd I prefer like, Crisp over those two, but yeah. I'd also contemplate Stewart as well. That Mills that Mills one could be a bit of a stinger. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't had the, the midfield time that but we'll promise this preseason. It's the same thing, you know how we talk, we were talking about Heaney before. Is it the same? Like, And I did mention it. Is it just going to get to a point where enough's enough for Sydney and, let, all right, Callum Mills, go play midfield. So what you can do. Show us what you can do. Don't know. I really don't know. It's horse has too much faith in the old guard. They've never really done him wrong, have they? Well, they are now. Yeah, they also did this this time last year as well. The Norton five or Norton six, weren't they? Was that last year or the year before? I think it was last. I think Carlton knocked them off in round six or something, didn't they? 
Anyway, Cameron, love your show, guys. Uh, looking at a corrective trade. Cheers out to Cameron. Uh, before next round being my F3, bringing Tim Kelly, leaving me 110 in bank, or Luke Dalhouse with 200 in the bank? Yeah, Tim Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, that was easy. Uh, Matt, 29 trades left. Oh, I hope he's last week is included in here. Uh, two donuts currently in my squad, Bonds and Horn. No issue with missing any of the big rookies so far. Good work. Uh, looking for options on whether it is worth wasting two trades and the following. The main idea is to lose either Heaney or Dunkley, poor bastards like me, and bring in Rockliffe. Currently have three rookie mids and two rookie forwards on field. So we'd basically just be swapping that around. So out Atkins slash Gibbons, Heaney and slash Dunkley, in Rockliffe and Moore slash Petrocelli and Myers. <laughs> oh, that's big ins. If you if you get Rockliffe and Moore, your team is scoring a lot more points right now. Um, it's so obviously far, you're making a fair bit of money. Like Moore is going to make probably a considerable amount compared to Gibbons and Atkins, and can probably sit in there for a little bit longer. But is it worth Still, two trades? Is it worth two trades? It, considering he's already made one. I don't think it's worth the trades. But if you're going to do it, what I'm suggesting is out. Atkins, yeah, Atkins, and oh shit, Heaney, yeah, take your pick at the board, and probably Heaney because there's an injury concern around. Potential, him. Yeah. yeah. So out, yeah, but Dunkley, oh, Dunkley just hasn't know. racked up the ball. No, out Atkins and Dunkley in Rockliffe and Moore. That's what I would do. But I just think, I, that, but I don't that, think I'd oh, I wouldn't do it, and and I know it looks so good. It's something that before the start of the season. If there was another way, I mean, I want to know how much cash you're sitting there because if there's a way you could go someone to Darcy Moore, then I would be doing it. But I just don't know if it's worth getting rid of Heaney. And like the two trades factor, you're down to 27 at round three when there's going to be teams out there that have 30 still. Yep. And that scares me. Um, Hayden underscore Brook. Simple question. As some of us started with Dunkley and Heaney, like me, is it worth trading for Boat, Cali, Dal, Warple? In some ways, this trade needs that need you need them to be keepers. I would think Cali has more chance. Boat and Dal could be and give some small cash towards future upgrades or yep. hold tight. Hold tight. I think hold tight too. If I was going anyone again, Cali. A lot of people yep. in this boat. Um, oh, he's, he replied too. He's, at the moment, he's gone Dunkley to Dal, Heaney to Rocky. Gives him 300k in the bank. Any reason not to do that trade? I think we kind of just spoke about that just then. Yeah, and I spoke about that in my conundrum as well. So that those two trades you're doing, although they're kind of sideways trades, they're also netting your 300k we can upgrade later. It's just a matter of whether you consider Dal and Rocky to be top of their line players. Um, I'll back Dunkley to outscore Dal on the year. And... Jim Rockliffe's anyone's call. I mean, it's only going to work, I think, if he doesn't get injured. Uh, Dylan Royal just basically asks the same question, too. Um, yeah, Kelly or Boak. Like, it's... Yeah, it's a lot Kelly. of Kelly or Boak. Um, Doug, top three mid-price backs and forward. Are any oh, of them must-haves? Yeah, Brody Smith, absolute lock. Yeah, um, I think, I think you ha- if you don't have Brody Smith, you have to have Brody Smith. He was so good. Oh. Um... Who would be the other two kind of mid-price? Look, I don't know if we can throw Darcy Moore into that boat, but... Yeah, Darcy Moore, 
Darcy Moore, um, Brody Williams Smith. had a better game on the weekend too. And you know what? He's probably the next pick of those kind of around 400 or low 400 or sub 400 players. Yeah. Would, would beat him. Um, uh, there's probably no one else. Up forward, that. again, Darcy Moore, Warpedo. Yeah. Uh, and you like um, Dal. I'm not as sold on Dalhouse. I just think there's too many players going to do the same thing there. They're wet. You'll eventually see a lot of 60s and 70s. Yeah. I'll tell you one that's uh, gone under the radar um, from the Gold Coast Suns, Corey. And I may have mentioned him to you sort of last night when we kind of previously spoke. Do you know who he is? Not Sexton. Oh, no, no. Uh, what's his name? Um, He's priced around 300k. Oh, man. I've got it in my head. We spoke about it last night. Frick- yeah. No. Come on. Switch on. Switch on. Um, nah, just go. I'm not going to get his name out because for some reason, bloody Joyce keeps coming to my name. Joyce? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the reason why like, you read out the cool mys as opposed to me doing it. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. I could, like, I could at least I might be half decent with his names. Um, with names. Will, is it Will Powell? Uh, no, not Will Powell. Not Will Powell. Now I've gone blank too. Uh, Bose. Jack Bose. 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 Jeez, <laughs> even I've gone blank now. Uh, now the worst part is, was his face was like in my face. I just couldn't put a name to it. Couldn't picture it. Yeah. Now he's one at three fifty k. Now who's just gone bang bang ninety eight one eleven over the first two weeks. So. 350k, Jake, talk about plenty of neck, wasn't he? He's actually only owned in 588 teams out of the 200,000 teams that are playing. So it's not even 1% of teams he's owned in. Um, and like I said, those two scores, 98 111, bang, bang. Yeah, it's been a great start. They've played two good games, though. That's okay. Yeah, do you think that continues? There's no reason. Look, do I think it continues and do I think it becomes a, a top six forward? No. But he's asking for probably the best three cash cow options yeah, or yeah. mid price options, sorry. And I'd put Bose in at number three. Yeah. Is he a forward? Yep. Didn't even realise that. No, Jackie Bose, he's a mid. Is he? Yeah, he's mid only. You're kidding me. Nah. I thought he was a forward line player. Nah, Sexton is. <laughs> she was a scratch that. Yeah. Jackie Bose, forward only. That's all right. Um, <laughs> Judd of the nostril. G'day, Bose. Going okay, but regretting using Cullen mids as a bit of a mid-price pod. Seems unlikely to get the time in the middle I was hoping for. Ride him out or back to my original... Uh, and Back to his original thoughts yeah, on him, him or cut the losses and ship him off. Yeah, is there any way... I, I only read this question now. Is there any way you think he could start going into the middle and prove... He might. I'm not risking it. He might, but I'm not risking it. Yeah. Just get yeah, and that's the thing. If you're, especially if you're playing for league, can you afford 60s every week from a player price 400? You're probably going head-to-head with a Williams or Smith or something, and it's probably too risky. Yeah. Um, Taz McAllister, would you side-swap Williams to Darcy Moore if you, if you had Mills? I don't see Moore as a keeper. Well, would I swap Williams to Moore? Oh, would you side swap to Williams or more? Oh, like if you had Mills, yeah, yeah. I'd go to more comfortably. I would go to more too, just because of the cash gain. I don't think either of them are top six. Yeah, but you're going to pocket 200k and yeah. make 200k on more, whereas Williams, you're not really going to make much. You're not going to when you trade Mills out, you're not going to get much money from it, and the scoring output's going to be quite similar to more. So I don't see the benefit in Williams over more in this situation. Uh, Abel Grant, his first comment was capital W, capital W, 
O capital W, so wow with a little O. Yeah. Not sure if that had some kind of like hidden message in it that you knew about. Um, no. The second one, James, I will be the only Hawks mid Warple to prosper or struggle from further midfield injuries to Silk and Shields. Harry Morrison next in or another? I think that means into the midfield. Oh, he's, he's confused me. Is, is okay. I'll oh, that's meant to be his nickname. I'll be the only Hawks mid yeah. Warple. Okay. Um... Why does he mention Harry Morrison like he's is relevant? He, is he going to be the next midfielder to go into Nah, the, I don't worry about Harry Morrison, like, honestly. That's just a footy question, but... Yeah, I couldn't care less about it. Uh, yeah, Walpole's going to... Yeah, Walpole will be fine for the midfield. He's an interesting one now, isn't he, Walpito? Yeah. I think Cousins is going to... I think they'll both kind of benefit off that. Um, Abel Grant again. Caleb, Daniel and Newman looking very solid, now, sneaky top 10 options. I can't believe we didn't mention Newman before. No. I can't believe we didn't mention Caleb Daniel oh, in the forward oh, line for I, a breakout play. I, Caleb Daniel, I've got in my one of my draft teams, and like went and picked him, like drafted him early this year too, because I mm. love him down back. How good is it? And he finished the year well last year. I yeah. spoke about it on the podcast, ridiculed a little bit for it. Um, well, just some of the fans, you know, they came back and said, you know, well, he didn't score a good one week, and that was the end of the world. But he's, he's got this backline sort of thing down pat. I'll tell you, one of the funnier moments on the weekend was him and Ruffhead in the goal square, uh, one yeah, of one of his well, things. Uh, yeah, and, I was listening to the radio at the time, and they and were you can, themselves. You can just see the smirk on Ruffhead's <laughs> face, and you look at Caleb Daniel as well, and he just says, he goes, fuck, I wish I was three foot tall. <laughs> he's just, uh, now, it was a good piece of footage, a good bit of theatre, but um, look... You could do a lot worse than Caleb Daniel, and I would not be surprised if uh, he was to finish sort of top eight in his line. Um, is available as a forward. Um, love it. Yeah, I I don't mind it either. It's and I think Newman too. Newman looks so good down back. What did I say at the end of JLT too? I said to you that you know, when Newman came out and, and fluffed it up, I said, that's going to be a trap because all these teams, they're going to jump off him based yeah. on that. And uh, I, I, think I've, I think I've been right with that one because 134 and 82 in his first two games and with a run of Sydney and Gold Coast, Dogs, Hawks, North in the next five, I actually don't mind that run for Carlton either. Um, I think he could do some good things here, um, Newman. Um, uh, do I want to take the risk on him? Probably not, but if you're game two, I, I think you can do a lot worse Who than do that. Who would you rather go on now, Newman or Daniel? Um, oh, that's a great question. I think... Because oh, I think if Caleb Daniel kept the role, I think I like him better, but I can't guarantee that he's going to. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, who, am I, who do I think is like the top six defenders and is Newman more likely to squeeze into that than Daniel into the forward line? Um, but the forward line doesn't offer much. I'm going to say Daniel. Yeah, and again, I think I like Caleb Daniel too, but I don't know what we're going to, if we're going to, if it's going to be a forever down back role. Yeah. And it's that sample size. Again, you just need a large sample size. Um, and Abel Grant apologised before. He meant Harry Jones, not Harry Morrison. So, you know, one of those breakout players that's going to earn us some cash. Who the hell is Harry Jones? Harrison Jones, I should say. Harrison Jones. Right, okay. Able to a little bit more there than you do. Um, Peter, I hate it when Bumps is right, but Whitfield looks like a musket. Would you put Libra in the same category? 
If you would, would you consider swapping Sam Welsh for him? I think that liver scores more and should go up by at least the same amount. Um, it's going to burn me to say this, but yes, Libra is a better option than Sam Walsh. Especially for the 80k or whatever it costs. Yeah, and it doesn't cost a, a hell of a lot to do it. Um, no surprises with um, with Whitfield. I mean, I don't know why people just don't listen to me, to be honest. But anyways, carry on. Think about it. Libra could have gone back-to-back 130s. It probably should have gone yeah, back-to-back 130s. Back <laughs> ben Warren, no knees, Dylan Gray. Hey crew, love the forum and all things Supercoach. Running with Mills, feel he is elite, but Hall's too stubborn to play him mid. Want to keep my precious trade, but not if he continues to put out 50s and 60s. I feel like Moore is overachieving, but not many other viable options. Rich is good, but not reliable. If Moore is uh, operating at overs, but by selecting him, it allows me to burn another trade for Goldie to Grundy. Thoughts? Love it. Me too. And I don't think Moore is operating at overs. I, think I don't Moore think so, no. playing some extremely good football. And Collingwood have got this possession game going in the back line yeah. where you'll get enough sideways kicks to kind of bump him up two, three, four, five points at a time, uh, you know, when, when things are going a bit slow. But his intercept game is right on point at the moment. Yes, and, that's, and that's probably the most impressive thing about Collingwood right now is there's not... You know when you look at a lot of teams and there's kind of one intercept player? Like yeah. at Collingwood, it's 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 free. Everyone goes. Do it. Yeah. Roughhead took thirteen marks last week. Like I think seven were intercepts yeah. or something. Like it's just yeah, all systems go. Uh, Michael Ryan, thinking of trading Mundy and Hall. Hasn't Mundy stunk it up? Yeah. Um, slash Bolter out for Warple and more. I like yeah, that. love it. I have all top rookies with only Hall and Bolter not getting game last round. Two mid prices. However, it will only leave me with. It will leave me. However, this will leave me with only two primos in both defence and forward. The other option is just trade Monty to Tim Kelly and perhaps leave more slash Bolter in my side. Thoughts? Look, I think Bolter and Hall are both going to be named this week. Um, if only one of them are named, oh, look, I think the Warple more. I think that's good points. Yeah, but I think, I, think, a... I think if both named that I would probably go Tim Kelly. Yeah, Kelly. if both are named, then you get Tim Kelly. But if the other named, thing is, if you get the Warpedo right... And he becomes a top six by having Warple and more. You are so far ahead than yeah, you are, I think, of Tim Kelly and Hall slash Bolter. I like the Warple one. The more it's risk versus reward, isn't it? Oh, I'm taking the risk because it's not my team. <laughs> it's this bloke's team. I'm going Warple and more. I, so, I like it. So Michael, just think about it. Risk versus reward. Warple could could sneak his way into top six. He could flunk it up, but there's no other midfielders there. So yeah, it's on you. Uh, and last question, Roy's finishing off. Thoughts on Caleb Daniels scored 104 yeah. and 120 so far, 1% We've of sides. We've provided the thoughts. Uh, yep, Roy, go, go grab him because you, you have a few more Gahones than I will and uh, I'll do nothing but sit here and admire the size of your Gahones, mate. And make sure you guys know about it every week. It's uh, fun. Yeah. Is there anyone that we haven't really spoke about that's relevant? Like, no one really looking at a Thomas Sheed or a... Um, Crouch, Brad Crouch. No, look, I think most teams would have started with Connie or Brad Crouch. He, he's in 28% of teams. Um, Sheed is also, how do you, I can never say this word properly, popularly, po- popularly, whatever it is. Uh, he's in 19 up, So as soon as I say it, it's going to come out as an absolute jumble mess. Yeah, so okay. Just leave so it. he's in he's in 19%. Um, look, I don't think 
I don't think teams can afford to buy a 400k player because they're realistically not going to be downgrading one of their six, you know five to six hundred thousand dollar guys, and they won't have the money to upgrade one of their one or two hundred thousand dollar guys. So that's probably why we're short of questions. But um, if I'm ranking them, I'm going Brad Crouch uh, ahead of um, Doma, but I'm probably putting Rockliffe ahead of Doma too right now. And liver ahead of all of them based on price. I think Matt Crouch hasn't been given enough love. I think uh, his second half on the weekend, he's 138 in the first week, probably a primo that's uh, not spoken about enough, only owns in 14% of teams, could do with a bit more love. I, I think he's going to be that top eight midfielder this year. Who is that, sorry? Matt Crouch. Oh, yeah, grouse. 138.96 and... He what he scored seventy odd or whatever it was in the second was, half of the weekend. So. That was a very lucky ninety six too. Hey, what's he? Trash. Do you remember me called what his lowest score was going to be for the year? I think I said it was going to be like ninety five or ninety four. Yeah, I think, and uh, he's still hovering over it. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, always good. Um, anything else? Any other players? No. Come just uh, just to mention to Lloyd and how good he started oh, the year as well. Man, please. This is killing me watching that. Um, I ended up starting Lloyd over Laird, and I did say through the preseason that Lloyd was probably a bit overpriced, but I couldn't bring myself not to select him, um, and, I, and I'm pretty happy I did because 127 over the first two weeks has been amazing. Nailed that. Um, all right, Exotic Limo League, shout out to Greg. I'm Egg with the top score of 2386, so... That was pretty impressive. And in Hungover League, shout out to myself with a top score of 2347. So, well, that's always good. Uh, vice captain and captain option? Um, you, you don't go anywhere. Now, my articles will drop on Wednesday again. But let me just say this Dangerfield, career average, five games against the Crows, 138.4. So, Fair to say he's going to feature very, very prominently in that top five this week. So uh, who do I have at number five? Who do I have in my five this week? I think I had five at number one, Rocky at number two. Um, I think it was Danger and Crips three and four, or maybe Crips and Danger, something like that. So I think all of them, I think a low score in that was like 114 or something like that. So I can't believe we haven't brought this up. How like sucked into all those dickheads that got rid of Oliver Grundy gone. Yeah. Collins. They don't deserve any airtime. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's all I've got to say for you. I love you for listening, but sucked in. Yeah. Yeah. Do cool. not trade primos after one game. Yeah, just trade Dusty after two, but he's not a primo, so, yeah. That's all right. Um, like, yeah, and I'm Dangerfield. There's Dangerfield this week. Um, yeah. I'll be rolling into Crips as I well. Yeah, into Cripper. 100%. So that's where I'll be going to. So our stalemate should be fun. I think we have four different players. So this is going to be a very interesting week. <laughs> well, I mean, I might just get Rockliffe on the basis that he can smash Brisbane this week. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, just go for the win. Yeah. I can't even remember if it's... A, I mean, I don't know if we're in anything other than cash leagues, but I don't know if it's cash league or not. Um, and trades. I, I I seriously don't think I'm trading this week. The only thing it'll be would be would be to bring in um, Parker. But if Bolter and Moore are named, then I'll be holding on to Bolter and Moore. Yeah, if I'm doing anything, it's it's probably Dusty to Rocky or the Bont. Uh, more than likely, it'd be Rocky. But I don't even know if I'm sold on that yet. Done. Uh, anything else, Dad? Nope, I'm good. It's been, sure we'll it's been a lot better than last week. I feel like enthusiasm has been up this week. We've had more to talk about. The games about. are about to start, Bombs. Yeah, oh, and 
well, excited or, you know, sort of low mood uh, presentation from Bombs next week, depending on how he goes. How, how shit is it coming in after a loss? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I mean, you shouldn't be walking in after a loss given you're playing in Divi 2 this year again. Yeah, you'd hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Think I mentioned it for the fourth time. There's one bloke sitting in there, it's like top 600 or something, though. Jesus. Yeah, that's right. But, all right, Elitis, peace out, community, and thanks for listening.